Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You now rolling with the dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience free. You now rolling with the dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience free. You now rolling with the dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You now rolling with the dude named MAV. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. My name is Charlie Maverick, and welcome back to the Mavcast. Mavcast is here today on November 16th, 2013. I'd like to say, first of all, that I love that new intro that I have. I really, really love that. Worked on that yesterday. I like the product. It's nice and smooth, like, you know. And I hope you guys like the new intro. It's here to stay for a while, so please, please tell your friends about that. And if that helps you... um, Helps your desire to turn into the show just to hear that intro. Please do. Please do. There's a lot of stuff that happened this past week in terms of tech. And I'm here to talk about that. So first, I want to talk about the the news that happened to uh, certain devices and and things and whatnot. And then we're going to talk about uh, the best phones of 2013 for the ideas that you might be thinking about. For buying a new device before the year's end or early, early in 2014. But first, I want to talk about a couple of things here. I have an Android device. I have a Nexus 7. And I have a little a little small rant to, uh, to blurt out. So Android KitKat, Android 4.4 is... Uh, Rolling out to the Nexus devices, I have a Nexus 7 2012, which was the first Nexus 7, and Android KitKat is rolling out slowly to all the Nexus devices. So the point of you getting a Nexus device, if you have one, is to have the updates first. You get the updates first, and that is the selling point of it. It's a low-cost tablet with great specs, and you get software updates first. Well, we all know how Apple does with their updates. Everybody gets it at one time. If they say, hey, it's available, everybody gets it from the server. Sometimes it downloads slow, but everybody gets it the same day. Unfortunately, Google does not work the same way. Google does not do all updates at the same time. They do what they call stage updates. Just staged, like periods of time. Like, let's see if we can roll out a few updates to devices see if that like bricks their device or like breaks it and they have to like flash the recovery to to use it again and let's see how that goes and then eh, if that works out well then we'll push it out to more people if that works out well then we push it out to the rest of them let me tell you what's wrong with that first of all let me tell you what's wrong with that and and my problem google with your stage rollouts because I am look I am a supporter of Google and Android every day all day even people that use iPhones I was like hey iPhones are great but Android is better for everyday life right Android is so cool you have these different capabilities and in the argument of of Apple users iPhones and iPads they say well we get our software updates on time everywhere like when my iPad has an update my phone has an update 
and there's no fragmentation. Google look. If you have tested the software update like you should have, there should be no stage rollouts. You should be confident enough in the finished product that you don't have to test or do a soak test for people and then you have millions and millions of people sitting there for a couple of weeks after the the software is initially released and you're just sitting there waiting for your update I am still waiting for my update Google and a lot of people are resorting to manually flashing the ROMs using ADB and if you don't know what that is I'm going to tell you real quick ADB you have to go into the command prompts on your Windows device or if you have a Mac however you get into the command prompts that way you go into the command prompts and you type in some commands of course that would initiate the installation of the update on your device manually like a side load it pulls from the server there's official Android KitKat 4.4 software that's pulled from the server and you just have to manually do it why should you have to do this I don't understand Google has enough bandwidth to where they can sustain a massive massive rollout at everybody gets it at the same time and this is the purpose of people getting the Nexus devices I would not get a Nexus device if it wasn't for the fact that I get updates first and that was that was the the selling point for me the selling point was to get the, the I mean really like I shouldn't be have to I shouldn't have to wait for a week a week and a half after you have released the update and sometimes like uh what was it 4.2.2 when that got released dude that still had bugs and you did a stage rollout now I can see if you did a massive rollout like Apple does and it has bugs and then you're like oops we thought we tested it but there was some like hiccups there so let's send out a bug fix well you do the stage rollout like Google does and and then you still get hiccups it's hard to avoid hiccups you're reminding me of Verizon Google in terms of all this testing and soaked and soak like testing rollouts I need you to be confident in your finished product you have some of the smartest people in the world working for your company I need you to do better with your life and I understand that they might feel the Nexus devices are not are not uh, popular to the masses maybe they don't care about it as much but the Nexus devices are primarily in the hands of developers get the updates out to them so they can start developing and start doing positive reviews for the OS and, and tips and tricks and helping people out I'm just saying people got the, the Nexus 7 13, uh, 2013 edition and still waiting on the update people have the Nexus 4 still waiting on their update the Galaxy Nexus which is not a a really old phone it makes it three years old has hardware requirements that fit to get KitKat and it's still not getting KitKat Google please please do better please 
for God's sakes, do better. How do I feel about Google's behavior recently with their rollouts for Android KitKat? How do I feel about it? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I need you to do better, Google. That's what I need you to do. If I'm going to keep advocating for you, I need you to give me something to work with. I need you to give me something to twerk with. I need you to help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? I need you to help a brother out right now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Negroes have a hard time these days convincing other people of good stuff. And you need to help a brother out. So I'm moving on past that point. I'm moving on with life. That's my that's my rant right now. That's my rant. So the good news is that 4.4 is rolling out. The good news is you'll get it soon. The bad news is people still have to wait. I'm probably going to have to manually flash it today because I can't take it anymore. I can't take it any damn more. Thank you for sitting there and listening to me rant about that. We'll move on. So, Motor Maker, if you're not f- familiar with Motor Maker, if you're interested in the uh, the Moto X by Motorola and Google, Motor Maker is a tool that you use online when you're interested in buying the phone and want to customize it. You go on there and, and you're like, I want to have a different back other than a black and white back. I don't want the black and white. I want some type of, of color scheme that would uh, best suit my personality or match what I usually wear, right? Um, the color scheme of your favorite college team, favorite pro team, you can do that and, and show your love. Just have different crazy combinations like that to where it'll make the phone more you. And, and, and that's great, that's great. So that tool that has been only available for AT&T is now available for all carriers, including Verizon. So you have Sprint, T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T with the Moto Makers. They had dropped the price. Actually, right now, on most carriers, it is $99 on contract. Down. $99 down. Um, on Verizon recently, this week, they have dropped the price to free on a two-year contract so if you're thinking about getting a phone uh, that is really 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 good in the terms of experience just just use case experience ergonomics it just works out of the box I would say it's the iPhone equivalent to Android right now I honestly would say that because it's just it's just that the type of phone that you don't realize that you're using a phone, you're just communicating. It's it's a great phone. So I'm I'm going to get into that device more in depth later when we talk about the top phones of 2013 and give you some more information about the Moto X if you have not heard that much about the Moto X. So I'm going to transition into something that my life with the Moto X. I have had this device for a couple of months now. And I, I, I had a review, a written review. I had a couple of show reviews, my thoughts after a week, two weeks, my final thoughts about it. So and basically, I lied about my final thoughts because I'm still thinking about it, right? 
and I'm not one of those guys that um, that gets a new phone every month. Um, contrary to what you may believe, I don't do that anymore. But I'll tell you what, this phone is still is still performing at a high level. I have not had any hiccups with it. Battery life is still great. I came from a a Note 2 and I'm not even not even griping about the difference in battery life for the way I use the phone. It lasts just as long. It lasts from the time I get up to the time I go to bed and of course, you know, if I forget to charge it, the standby time with it is a lot better than the than the Note 2, you know, just putting that out there for me if you put it on uh battery mode. So is great um it hasn't failed me yet the camera is is good enough I'm, I'm not one of those snobs with the camera to where i'm like oh this camera sucks it's on a phone it's not a dslr camera and all that and i'm, I'm not that type of person I, I love the the active notifications so when it's on the table you just you can pick it up or, or tap it in a certain way and because because it's curved on the back it rocks and that that lets it know that you 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 want to interact with it, and it gives you the time and any notifications that are available for you, like text messages, email, whatnot. So that's a great thing to have, and I do love that feature still. Just want to say this phone is is still performing at a high level. So I'm very happy with this purchase. Um, you know, there's always something that some type of quirk that makes you like this phone would have been perfect if it didn't do this the only thing i would have to say and it's not it's not a quirk it's not a it's not something that i dislike i came from a 1080p screen and this is a 720p i don't say i'm not going to say that it's a it's a, a, not an on par screen but you know just to be a spec geek i i just want to say I missed the, the 1080p, but not miss it. You know, I, I would like to have it again, but it's not something that you would be like, oh man, this screen is terrible. I, I need I need a new phone because this the screen is not is not good. Screen is great. Screen is visible in direct sunlight. And I I, I believe, in my opinion, right now, I want to say that the uh the speakers on this I came from the HTC one also before this phone and with the boom sound speakers and I just want to say that these speakers are pretty damn loud and good they don't crackle they, they don't have any distortion I just want to say that the note 2 speakers did if you turn it all the way up if you turn up it, it turned up and it crackled it had distortion but I must say this one does not the Moto X is a great phone great phone and if you can't afford the Moto X there is the Moto G that just came out and that's a uh, I think it's $200 off contract and it's going to be released uh, at least for Verizon I know on prepaid plans you cannot find a better phone it's going to when it, they say when this release is going to have Android KitKat 4.4 it has a quad core processor it has a decent screen a 720p screen it has a lot of the elements that the Moto X does except for like the you know it doesn't have the Google Now feature where you just say 
I'm not going to say it because it's going to activate the phone, but okay, Google now. Okay, it didn't hear me. And it doesn't have the active notifications what I was just talking about where you, you pick it up or you rock it and it gives you the time and the uh, the notifications that you have. So if you are on getting on prepaid plans, you need just a low-cost phone for your kids or you need a low-cost phone for uh, your parents, elderly people that still want to communicate and they're still on Facebook or whatnot, that's a great phone to have. Heads up, the reason why it's, it's on a lot of prepaid plans and not postpaid plans is because it does not have 4G LTE, but if you have good 3G service or if you have Sprint and you're used to having slow service and you deal with it, or if you're on Wi-Fi a lot of the time and it doesn't really matter to you, then it'll work well for you. It'll work well. It's, it's a very capable phone. Just want to put that out there. Just want to put that out there. That's not going to be in one of the best phones of 2013 because it's not really out yet. And it's not one of the best. It is a good phone for for the, the case that, you know, for that price, you can't ever find a phone that's better. For $200 off contract prepaid, you know, you just can't find a better phone for that amount of money. So just just putting that out there. A lot of people are like, I can't afford the phones that you, you guys be talking about. I ain't a baller like that. I'm on a prepaid plan. I, I can't I can't pay blah, blah, blah. And get this. Uh, I'm on uh, Virgin Mobile. I'm on whatever, and you know they don't have this phone. Well, you get the phone and and choose who you want to go with. I'm a, I'm with Boost, and they they have crappy phones. I'm I'm with Metro PCS, and they have okay phones, but they cost too much. Here you go. You get a really good phone. It's better. I mean, I'm just saying, in my opinion, it's better than the Galaxy S3 on Metro PCS. Putting that out there. Just putting that out there. All right. So you guys uh showing some Apple fans uh love the new iPad Air and the uh new iPad Mini with Retina display has been released to the masses. And I just want to let you know that there are great reviews about it, especially for the iPad Air. It's lighter, it's thinner, it's only 1 pound. The bezels are shrunken down. So let's say you guys that love to hold your iPad above your head while you're laying in bed and whether reading or watching something it won't hurt as much when it falls and hits you in your face <laughs> it, it, it will not hurt your face as much so you won't have to go to the emergency room every other month and say uh, can you fix my nose because my iPad just fell on my face well, I was trying to sleep, so I was reading, I was reading uh, Harry Potter books, or, or catching fire books, and I, I was just, I, I just fell asleep, and it just hit me in my face, and I woke up like, <laughs> and I was like, what am I gonna do with my life? <laughs> now I gotta go to work with this bandage on my face. And they're going to ask me, what happened? Did I get robbed or whatnot? I'm like, no, my iPad hit me on my face. My iPad just, just slapped me. Bitch slapped me in my face. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> so, it, for, the, for those of you that use it for that case, 
um, it's going to be a good update for you, especially if you're coming from like a iPad 2, iPad 3. If you have an iPad 4, I wouldn't upgrade. But I mean, the 64-bit processor in that thing, if you love games, if you love a lighter, thinner profile, if you like the look of the iPad mini, but you want that big screen still, get it. The only thing you got to worry about is the kind of hiccups you get with iOS 7, but hey, whatever. You like it, get it. It's, it starts at $500, $499, Wi-Fi only, 16 gig. Go get it if you love it, people. The lines are not as long now because it's already been launched. So uh, for you Android users out there, like me, if you use Google Hangouts, you should have gotten a update recently or just now that enables you to use Google Hangouts for SMS and MMS. This has been um, this news is broke broken uh, a couple of weeks ago that it was going to be an Android KitKat, and when the Nexus Five got released, um, you could have pulled the update from that that uh that dump of information and sideloaded it on your phone but unfortunately it wasn't optimized for your phone so you probably got a couple of glitches like I did well it finally updated in the Android uh, the Google Play Store sorry and it works very well all the glitches and hiccups that were on the uh, the leaked version have been fixed and you don't have that force quit message from Google Plus and you don't have uh, MMS messages that you can't see that you sent and you're like I forgot what I sent what the hell was that and you don't get the, the kind of slow uh, pause that you that you get or had before from the leak so if you are interested in using Google Hangouts you can replace your uh, stock messaging app let's say if you got Samsung that that Samsung app if you want to have more of a unified experience between your instant messages and your text messages then this will work for you it, it works well I like it it's, it's a nice clean look and I have no problems with it so Google now has been updated with a cleaner look and implemented more cards more cards that uh, like to predict uh, things that you might like so TV shows have been added and it's given a sharper look more more flat look flatter than it was before if you don't know what a flat look means it's like everything in the icon icon wise is just look like it's been flattened and uh, looks clean it doesn't look like there's any type of um needless effects on the icons to where it looks as if it's raised or it has a 3D effect there's none of that anymore it looks really clean um, you have more capabilities of, of giving it commands and try it out Google Play Store this is available on iOS and Android mind you so please 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 do that uh, Google Plus has been updated with the Auto Awesome feature to let you, um, like if you took a lot of videos at the same venue, same event, or you took a lot of photos at the same venue or event, it will give you a slideshow 
and put music on it kind of like the uh, Zoe feature if you have a uh, HTC one it'll give you that capability to where you can um, go ahead and stitch those together move them around edit them and make them look good like a slideshow you send it to people share it everything like that remember the great moments that you had and event uh, last thing I want to talk about before we take a break is the uh, PS4 is here I don't have much to say about it um, I heard great things about it great things the only thing I'm upset with is um, they don't have the YouTube app on it and you're like Charlie why you why you freaking worry about the YouTube app for it's for gaming they don't have a lot a lot of releases yet they don't have a lot of them but look PlayStation 4 is here it's been a long time coming Xbox One is coming soon very 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 soon not sure of the date but it will be here soon PlayStation 4 is is it looks great um, it operates fine you get more of a PC gaming type quality with it because of the horsepower that it has and the optimizations for the graphics it could do 3d games if you need it to it still plays blu-ray movies and I, I believe it does 4k eventually and th that's uh, that's kind of like a few uh, future proof thing just like the blu-ray blu feature was kind of pushes that initiative for people uh, and studios to produce in 4k because they know people have a device now that can actually run a 4K video um, in terms of DVD. So, right now we're going to take a break. Right now we're going to come back and talk about the top phones of 2013 and what phones you should get based on their features and what phones may suit you well. We'll be right back. And uh, thank you for tuning in. This is the Mavcast. Right, we're back. The Mavcast is back. And now we're going to talk about the top phones, in my opinion. This is only my opinion of 2013. The phones that, a couple of phones that I have personally used on an extensive basis, and a couple of phones that I've used and reviewed for, you know, a few hours, got to know it, and I'm able to definitively give you my opinion on what the pros of it and what the cons of it is. So a lot of you have been asking me, because that's what you do, you ask me questions, about what phone do I have and what what's good about it, what's bad about it, should you get it, what phone am I looking at getting, uh, what phone am I not looking at getting, like what phone do you freaking hate? Well, we're not going to talk about the phones that I hate. Because the phones that I hate are low-end phones that I wouldn't even come in contact with anyway. But there are a couple of honorable mention phones. There, there's not a really, really bad phone out there that's a top-tier phone. There's just phones out there that don't suit my my personality, my, my use case, um... How it would implement it in my life, it would not work out for things that I do with it. So I want to say, uh, first, we have the 
HTC One. Now the HTC One is a great phone. It has an all aluminum body. It has, I mean, it feels great in the hand. It feels awesome in the hand. It has that cold metal feel to it. It is built like Apple made it. If Apple was to make an Android phone in terms of build quality, this is the phone that they would make for Android. It is a beautiful, beautiful device, especially if you get the silver one. You, you just, it looks like a, a nice watch. And it is as soon as you take it out your pocket, people look at it and they're like, wow, this looks great. And you take it out your pocket all the time. If you don't have a case on it, you're like, wow, this is a great, this is a great looking phone. Above anything, it's a great looking phone. But you probably have to have a case on it because it is delicate in terms of scratching. So you might not capture the beauty all the time of that phone because it is prone to scratching, because it is that metal. And if you slide it across a table, it's going to get scratched. How does that affect your resale? People don't want scratched phones. They really don't. So you have to put a case on it. Uh, it has a... 4.7 inch 1080p to screen 1080p screen very very nice screen one of the best of the year one of the best of the year I would say in terms of clarity uh, contrast color reproduction uh, uh, visibility outside and sharpness it is is crisp it I'm telling you if you were if they were to shrink down your 1080p screen on your TV and shrink it down to 4.7 that's how it's supposed to look that screen is freaking awesome it's an LCD 3 screen so it's not a super AMOLED to where it has those popping colors that are oversaturated but it still looks great it still looks great so it doesn't have that showroom feel to it like Samsung devices do but you will enjoy that screen and screens are kind of nerdy in terms of like how people um, how people look at their phones and and you you see someone out in the street and you ask them hey how you like that phone the first thing that comes out their mouth is not going to be oh man this screen is great I love the screen on this it's just it's just us tech guys that talk about the screens because people put so much work into the screens you, you got to talk about the screens and hey if it turns on some people don't care as long as it turns on and you can see what you're supposed to be seeing a lot of people don't care so hey it's just something that stands out in terms of spec that I believe that makes a difference especially if you like watching YouTube videos on, on your phone now you will notice a good display versus a bad display once you start watching video on your phone that, that, was, that makes a difference what goes along with that display is great front-facing speakers. You have two stereo speakers on uh, this phone, one at the top, one at the bottom. So if you turn it on its side, then you have these side speakers blaring at you. And it's powered by Beats Audio. And Beats Audio has done a great job in terms of uh, making the sound quality have a richness to it. So it's not an extremely loud speaker set it's very rich in tone and it has that 
bassiness to it that rumbles through the phone and and it makes you realize how well this phone was built and how good these these speakers are like if you put it on the table and you just want to play the music through there they're going to be like is this playing from a phone so it's great speakers uh, I loved the speakers when I had it I, I really did That That's one of the top features for me When I had the HTC One um, Right now it's running 4.3 Android On most phones uh, Most models, most carriers So a couple of carriers are holding back It's still on 4.2.2 Or 4.2.3 But You know it is what it is. That's the carriers. We're not going to get into that. It's, it's, that's a whole different show about how carriers screw up the updates for Android also. Um, now, the camera on this. I'm Like I said, I'm not a camera snob, but when I heard that this phone had a 4 ultra pixel camera, I was intrigued. I'm like, what is 4 megapixel and what, what does it mean? Or what is 4 ultra pixel? What does it mean to me and everybody else? Well, at the end of the day, it takes good low light pictures because the ultra pixels make the are basically large megapixels, and they they kind of widen each pixel. It's enlarged to let light in more light. So, here's the pros of it: if you're taking pictures at night, you have a great picture in terms of being able to see what's going on, even if you don't use a flash. Now, the bad part is if you take it during the daytime and it has a good and there's a good amount of sunlight out, you have a problem because it has too much light coming in because of those ultra pixels and you have an overexposed shot to where it just looks like crap if you don't know what you're doing. So what you have to do is learn how to use your camera and it's not a bad camera if you, out the box it's a bad camera if you learn the, the, the do's and don'ts of how to use the camera if you take the time and you're like I'm going to make this camera work for me then it will work for you it's a camera phone look the 4, mega, the four ultra pixels at the end of the day are 4 megapixels so going into that know what you are dealing with is four megapixel camera at the end of the day so don't think that you're going to have a lot of detail when you zoom into these pictures that you take don't think that you're going to have that because you're not you're going to be disappointed but if you're not worried about blowing up your pictures if, if you're just posting it to facebook or whatnot and uh instagram this is great for that a, a caveat with that is if you shoot pictures with Instagram using this phone, please use the Instagram app to shoot the picture because it has also a wide angle lens. What that means is you're going to have a larger range of viewing area once you take the picture and it's not going to be able to crop down like it's supposed to on Instagram. So use the Instagram camera when you're taking a picture to post to Instagram. Just just want to give you a heads up. Because there was a period of time when I did not use Instagram because of that. <laughs> because I kept taking the pictures with the camera app on the phone instead of using the Instagram app camera software. And I couldn't crop it down. I, I couldn't do it. So 
just a bit of information there uh, so you know but the camera it, it shoots 1080p video uh, I believe it's 30 frames a second it shoots um, slow motion video like slow motion capture just like the iPhone 5s does it shoots that at 720p that's okay it's okay but you know you're not gonna use it trust me you're not gonna use it um, overall it's a great phone battery life to me was really good you had a battery save mode on there I came from the um, Galaxy Note 2 before I had this phone and I um, I was not um, looking for my charger all the time coming from it. I, it I mean it lasted from the time I got up to the time I went to bed and it still had some juice left so the battery life to me if you don't use your phone like it's a tablet if you don't use your phone all day long if you hammer out text messages watching YouTube videos playing games on your phone of course your phone is gonna die before you go to sleep even if you have a Galaxy Note 2 or a Galaxy Note 3 which has a massive battery in it it's going to die if you use your phone constantly all day it's going to die is going to die people especially if you play Candy Crush all day so before you tell people man my battery sucks tell them also what you do with your phone to make it die that quickly so that is the HTC One still highly regarded in the uh, blogosphere the reviewersphere and uh, still at the top of the charts with it. Also, it has an IR blaster, so I, I like this feature. It has an IR blaster to where you can um, use it as a remote. It's easy to program, very easy, very very easy to program, and uh, it worked really well. I didn't I didn't see any hiccups with that. So I, I that is a feature I did enjoy thoroughly um, using that device. Next, we have the uh, iPhone 5s, and this is this was the <laughs> the blockbuster phone of the year as always in the case with you know iPhones you wait from the time that the most recent iPhone is released until the next year goes around and you're waiting for the next one every week there's something about the iPhone there's iPhone news when there's only one phone that gets released every year but there's year round news on speculation about that iPhone this was the same case the iPhone 5s is a great phone as long as you are in the Apple ecosystem and I want to put that out there if you are so used to Android in terms of using it as like a file transfer or you share you share things heavily really really heavily and you're used to like crazy customizations of your phone you're not gonna like the iPhone and you probably know this already that's why you're not that's why you're not on the iPhone you have an Android phone but with this four inch display retina display it is a beautiful phone that runes iOS 7 it has the fingerprint scanner which is touch ID Touch ID, from what I heard, I, I mean, I did an interview with one of my uh, friends, um, and of course, so listen back to that show, it's um, it's in the past episodes, 
about um, Android and iOS. Um, he basically said it doesn't work that well or that often. It's not consistent. So, I mean, take with it what you can. And might he might have had a bad unit, um, and that does happen. But it is a good feature in terms of you know not having to put your passcode in. Now, if you do burn your thumb or whatever finger that you used, I'm sorry for you. You probably need to remember your passcode. But it's good in in the effect that you don't have your kids uh, going in and purchasing stuff on the iTunes store if you require if the, if that is the sole requirement to get that purchase is your fingerprint and a lot of people don't like being forced to use their fingerprint a lot of people just like I, I just want to put my passcode in you can do that if you want I mean you can turn it off but that's what it's there for so use it 8 megapixel camera very good camera very good eyesight camera uh, it takes great slow motion capture video um, I mean, it's hard to find a, a better phone camera out than the iPhone unless you go with uh, one of the Lumia phones, with the Lumia Windows phones that have a high megapixel ca uh, count, so like a 42 megapixel camera. But at the end of the day, the quality of the picture is still uh, with the iPhone 5S. iPhone make Apple makes great cameras. They, they make great cameras on the phone and if you are a, a phone camera snob which I don't know why you would be but if you are a phone camera snob get the iPhone without you having to be subjected to use Windows and hating the entire phone I just want to say that you can get the Lumia phone to get those 42 megapixels but what about the rest of the phone I I I just can't endorse <laughs> Windows Phone yet because it's still so far from being something that I can use every day. Like, you have to make consolations and compromises to enjoy yourself on a phone. You can't really enjoy yourself. You walk in a room. I mean, it, it's sad that you have to be subjected to, uh, like, bullying <laughs> like verbal bullying from people that you like oh man you got a windows phone oh man oh that's a work phone and it's not a work phone because you know they don't give windows phones out like that unless you're at microsoft so i'm just saying uh great, great camera uh screen is a little bit too small still it, it, i mean go to 4.5 at least if you go to 4.5 people would shut up you don't have to go to five inches you don't have to go to 4.7 Apple just put it at 4.5 for the for the iPhone 6 and people would shut up of course there's gonna be the peanut gallery that's like hey why is it five inches I'll come to the iPhone if it's five inches and then you'd be like hey you know we we did another half an inch shut your mouth and go play in traffic Apple you can say that I just want to let you know you can say that so they, Apple is looking into larger displays um, to match the demand for larger displays and to calm down the disgruntled iPhone users that still religiously buy the iPhones but always complain about the one thing and it's always the screen size 
So Apple is possibly working to alleviate that disgruntledness from their loyal customers. And that's good. I, 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 at least they're looking into it. They might not do it. It's a possibility that they might not do it. There's rumors every year that the iPhone screen is getting bigger and they're looking into uh, making it larger. I mean, they did it before. They made it four inches from three and a half. So, is I mean, it is possible that they are going to increase the size again. But how long? How long would it take? So, we have to see. Is this news now... Um, going to be like is it going to be credible versus the news that we heard in the past when it didn't pan out or the or the, those rumors did, didn't become fact so you just have to you just have to buy what works for you so if I mean if you like the iPhone and the phone screen is too small and, and you're okay with that then that's fine. But I mean, if your eyes hurt from looking at that screen and you need a bigger screen because you have huge hands, there's a lot of other options out there for you. There's some good Android phones out there for you. I'm not going to say there's good Windows phones out there for you because what I said earlier, it's not there yet. Um, but in terms of um, future-proofing future devices from um, Apple, just like I talked about with the iPad Air, the iPhone 5S does have a 64-bit processor. So the, this processor was put in there first before the iPad Air and the iPad Mini got released. Um, and it's basically future-proofing. So there's there's not really games and apps out there to utilize this this processor yet. But in the future you would see that the gameplay comparison between Android and iOS, that margin might get more, like, it might get larger because you're going to have, the, you have the standard now on iOS devices where it has 64-bit, and it might take Android manufacturers a little bit to make this, that, that processor, that type processor work across the board with games and apps so in terms of people saying hey Apple didn't innovate they did innovate and right now it's a gimmick but if you think about the big picture it is future proofing they're, they're looking far ahead this is a new age Apple they're looking far ahead and that's great I mean if they innovate one thing they do it. They always innovate on the camera every year. They innovate. They didn't innovate the, the um, fingerprint scanner, but they made it better than the uh, Motorola Atrix back in the day. It's probably better than the uh, than the fingerprint scanner on the Lenovo ThinkPads. It, I mean, with that type of technology, you, you are subjected to some hiccups, right? You you always are. Technology is meant to fail. To keep other people jobs so they can help you fix it just want to put that out there for you they're not going to make a perfect phone or device that works all the time every day consistently the same performance geek squad wouldn't have a job apple support wouldn't have a job 
just want to put that out there for you. If you are concerned about the colors of the phone and you don't put a phone case on, then please uh, get the gold one if you feel so inclined to. I haven't heard anything about the gold in a while. You know, it's one of those things where people are like, man, I'm not going to get the gold one. And they end up getting the gold one. And then nobody talks about the gold phone anymore. But hey, whatever. So we got the Galaxy S4 that's next. Um, I like the Galaxy S4. It's, it's kind of like their version of the iPhone release once a year. And um, they're on their fourth iteration of the Galaxy S uh, flagship series. So if you are interested in Samsung phones, just know right off the bat, it's made out of plastic. And some people love that because of durability. Some people hate it because of the way it feels. But whatever side of the fence you're on, it's unapologetically plastic. In my best Johnny Ive impression <laughs> and uh, the gestures the features on this phone are a wet cell Galaxy S devices it's not the hardware it's not the screen it's not it's, it's not the uh, the internals it's all about the features so you have air gestures and everybody knows about air gestures I don't have to get into the air gestures you got motion features you got all that. Um, you have a 13 megapixel camera that has a great camera app that gives you, I, in my opinion, too many camera shooting settings for you to think about. Like literally, it gives you a camera setting for everything you can possibly do. Even a, your golf swing, it has a setting for golf. And I mean, that's great to have, but that does all that stuff. All that stuff has a possibility of slowing down your phone. As long as you're okay, with, you're you're buying the phone for the features. You're not buying the phone for, uh, for, you know, like I said, build quality. You're not buying the phone for that. You're buying the phone for it has a good camera, it has good battery life. It has good battery life. Just want to tell you, it has good battery life, not great battery life. I think the uh, HTC One. Especially the one on Verizon is has better battery life than the Galaxy S4. But people people live and die by either the iPhone or the Galaxy S devices. Those are the two devices that people are at war's end about. So, I mean, this is two flagship devices is what they put their heart into every year. So, I mean, it's it's a really good device that I think that people should still look at I mean it's not a year old yet it's about six seven months old it's still a good device I would still look still look at it and recommend it to people even though it's showing its age also with the HTC one which is older than the Galaxy S4 I just want to say that that phone is a few months older it's still relevant I'd still recommend and I'm recommending all these phones to you guys all these phones are still uh, even though they came out in the early spring or during the summer, I'm still recommending these phones to you. So this is why I'm talking about it. Um, now, the Galaxy S4 is running Android 4.3 on most models pertaining to what carrier that you're with and if they're holding back. Um, it does have a 1080p 5-inch display, which is very good. I mean, every time Samsung comes out with a device, it gets that much better in terms of display. So... 
of course when I when I go into this next phone you'll be like well this display is better of course it's better because it came after the Galaxy S4 and that is the big boy the Galaxy Note 3 the Galaxy Note 3 in my opinion made a lot more noise than the Galaxy S4 in terms of purchase power the Galaxy S4 is still reigning supreme but in terms of conversational peace power that's a new phrase that I just made up the Galaxy Note 3 reigns supreme and, and just out of sheer <clears throat> interest in the size of it you take this phone out at a party or anywhere and people are going to know that you have a note device it's just one of those conversational pieces you take it out your pocket and be like oh crap that phone is huge and let me tell you the phone is huge the screen is huge I had a note too the screen is larger so this this is a 5.8 inch 1080p uh, screen which is beautiful might I add beautiful screen super AMOLED powers pop just like the Galaxy S4 but better than the Galaxy S4 and here's a couple of reasons why you get the uh, the note devices you get it for the size if you are a person that doesn't want to have a tablet and a phone and you can't afford both you get the note 3 that's what you get you get a hybrid of both you get all-day battery life with that big battery that's in the back you have the S Pen which gives you like writing capabilities you have multitasking capabilities on this big screen now the Galaxy S3 has multitasking also but the screen of course is substantially larger and gives you more surface area so this is it gives you a better experience in terms of using two applications simultaneously and getting stuff done so if you're looking at an email you can look at YouTube look at an email search a website and, and do two things at once you can chat with someone text them and you just get two things done at one time like for you people that have ADD this is perfect for you should you do I mean, and, and and again, you get the note devices for the features. Like, you get this battery life. You get the same gesture features that you get on the Galaxy S4. Is this a Galaxy S4 freaking on steroids? That's what it is. I mean, let's, let's go with the, the camera, first of all. The camera is 13 megapixel also. It shoots 1080p display, but this is on steroids because it shoots 4K video. And if you don't know what 4K video is, it's like let's take your 1080p display on your TV and let's make four of those and put them together. So let's take four 1080p screen TVs and mash the screens together and see what the pixel density of that is it's basically the pixel density that is off the, out of this world so it gives you a type of clarity that is that is uh, <laughs> it's astronomically better than 1080p and you're like man 1080p is fine I can't see the difference between 720p 1080p 
and and I don't know why you're talking about 4K like that's a big thing. Look, I seen a 4K TV, and before seeing a 4K TV, I said the same thing. I said the same thing. Trust me. But when you see it, you believe it, and seeing is believing. This is basically a future proofing feature also that allows you to shoot these 4K videos and the, the space for the videos are so large that you can't shoot like a lot of these videos you have to shoot it the video and, and transfer it somewhere else store it somewhere else until you get like a 4K TV 4K video player and stuff like that to play it back with this is basically future proofing so a year down the road when hopefully there's more 4K technology that is out there that, and, and the prices on the TV go down you can actually use this on a regular basis to watch 4K video and it's just like the transition of of standard definition to high definition this is ultra definition, ultra high definition. It's just that they're pushing that initiative, so you don't have to use the 4K. You don't have to use it. Is it a gimmick? No. Future proofing is not gimmick. Air gestures maybe, uh, motion gestures maybe gimmicks, but something like this, just like the 64-bit processor, and the iPhone and the iPads, is future proofing. As long as it works well and as long as it, it helps in the future while while innovation goes on, it is something that is needed and you're not even going to realize that it was needed until you need it, right? You, some, there might be a point where there's a big push on 4K and you're like, you're looking through the camera settings and they bring back up to the surface that you can shoot video in 4k on the note 3 and you're like holy crap i totally forgot about that and then you're gonna find you're gonna fall in love with the phone again that's that's what the purpose is people with with these future proofing features in the device and, and, and the specs is is for you to fall in love with the phone a year later when initiatives have been pushed to implement these to the masses so if you don't use it now you use it later don't worry about it don't worry about it don't worry about it so back to the Moto X and I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I already talked about it so I'll just go through the specs of it since I gave you the rundown of my continued life with the Moto X it has a uh, 4.7 inch 720p display this is the only one out of the group that has a 720p display and there's a reason for that and I'll explain that to you uh, briefly um, the way that they implement the notifications on the Moto X requires a lower power display so that you can get the notifications on the screen and it won't kill your battery so if they had a 1080p display, you wouldn't get the same battery life that you get out of this phone now. But they made the 720p display look good to where you're not like, man, I wish I had a 1080p display. So there's a reason for them doing that, like it or not. And don't don't 
don't take this phone out of the running because it has a 720p display like I said before you don't walk up to somebody and ask them about your phone about their phone and they're like man this 720p display should have been 1080p and I would be like yo this phone is boss but you know if you talk to a tech nerd like me I'm not even going to say that <laughs> I'm not even going to say it uh, just to be honest with you so uh, features of the phone is uh, the touchless controls also the active notifications moto assist as I said in my previous reviews I still don't know if moto assist works in terms of responding to text messages while you're driving or not I, I just have not come across that and seen it work I have to ask somebody or, or test it in the action I might actually test that today so I have to get back to you on next show to uh, to let you know, I was meaning to do it. I, I just I just forgot about it to be honest. Um, the camera is great. Uh, the camera is ten megapixel. It's not it's not the best camera. It's not like the Samsung cameras or the iPhone cameras, but it is definitely not the worst camera out there. It works for me. I know how to use phone cameras. I mean, out of the box, you have to realize out of the box, you can't expect a camera to work all the time. And work great and especially you can't expect a, a cell phone camera to be as good as a dedicated camera there were so many other elements to the phone to where you shouldn't get hung up by the camera because that is supposed to just capture moments you're not supposed to be acting like a professional photographer going someplace and shooting with your phone you're not a professional photographer shooting pictures with your phone you're not, not you're not gonna get the same quality um, like depth um, um, to sharpness and, and 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 color reproduction you look if you want to have great pictures learn how to use Photoshop learn how to post edit your pictures so if you don't like the picture that you got when you first took the picture with your phone make it better by doing post-processing you can also do post-processing on or simple post-processing on Google Plus just want to put that out there so you guys that are making a big fuss out of cameras people with great cameras still take crappy pictures I just want to put that out there so all you reviewers that gave given shit to phone cameras the phone cameras first of all people with iPhone cameras still take shitty pictures it's still a pop it's, that is still a thing still a thing so I'm put that out there um, Moto X does take slow motion capture also I haven't used it that much it, it was pretty good for me um, you know has HDR all these phones have HDR mode on it by the way and um, that's about it I mean what I love about the Moto X is it's small it's about the size of the iPhone 5s and the 5 it's almost about that size but it has a 4.7 inch display which you have a big screen on a small device and the bezels on it are like almost non-existent it's just made well I mean it has a soft touch back it's ergonomically like crazy good it's durable I, I like it I mean 
the speeds on it. You have what a dual core processor with uh, with a, a lower power core processors to take care of other stuff in it, like the always listening feature and and, and whatnot. You don't see a speed difference between this and the Galaxy S4. You don't see a speed difference. You just don't. And if you if you think you're seeing the speed difference, it's it's the placebo effect. I mean, you're not seeing the difference. Just to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying that because it's my phone. I'm just saying that because it's the truth. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, final phone in this list is the newly released Nexus Five. Nexus Five is a great phone, and the fact that it keeps that Nexus initiative going it has a 5 inch 1080p display it has uh, and, and I just want to put this out there for you guys that are interested in buying this phone buy it from Google straight out do not buy it from a carrier store it is available on AT&T or able to be used on AT&T Sprint and T-Mobile no Verizon because we know how the Galaxy Nexus thing went and they kind of messed that up the relationship is tarnished and Verizon is still not allowing certification for the Nexus 7 um, 2013 edition to be on their network and approved for activation so you you can see how that relationship is going it's, it's kind of terrible I don't know I don't, I don't understand it but whatever you buy this phone not from Best Buy you don't buy it from the carrier store. So when it comes to T-Mobile, don't go to T-Mobile and get this phone. Order it either from uh, Google Play or Amazon. And I'll say that because they don't charge extra for the phone. So 350 is the price off contract. You shouldn't pay more than 350 for the base model of this phone, people. This phone is a inexpensive but great device. It has Android KitKat 4.4, has an 8 megapixel camera. The, the, this camera, <laughs> in my opinion, you have to learn how to use. Again, when, I'm not going to keep going through the camera debate with, with everyone on every episode for, for you to get it. You, you just have to... It's for capturing moments. So, so don't be a camera snob. If you suck at taking pictures, you're going to suck at taking pictures with anything. If you're good at taking pictures, you're going to learn how to use the camera and it's going to work for you. So um, if you heard the previous show about Android 4.4 KitKat, please listen to that because that goes more in depth with the software. And, and that's the true essence of the Nexus 5 is not the hardware, although it is beautiful hardware. It is more in terms of the software. It's all about the software with the Nexus 5. Um, I mean, it has a great build quality for the price. Uh, it's not metal. It's not glass like it was before. It's made by LG. Um, they, they did a good job. Uh, now, early reviewers said that battery life is fluctuating. It's not consistent. I want to tell you, review devices can have skewed numbers in terms of what you can expect so 
early reviews may be not the best thing to listen to but when the phone is the is actually shipping and it's being released and and people the masses have it in their hands look at the reviews again for those people that are doing the actual review review and not the 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 first thought review look at those devices and those reviews and let them speak to you from a place that they have used this thing every day they didn't they didn't get an early device they didn't get a a, a first run device because you know first run devices sometimes do that you know they just do that they they don't give you consistent numbers but this is not a phone for the masses this is a phone for the android faithful this is the phone for uh the ones that want the updates and i i mean i'm still getting back to the updates google has to do better because if this is the sole reason for you getting a nexus device google you have to put out the updates like you're supposed to put out the updates you have to do that so again what I say about Google with their software updates, please do better. How you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't like to boo Google like that, but Google, you have to do better. You have to do better. I want you to do better. You do everything else so well. Fix that. Talk with the carriers. Fix that. I know Apple got in bed with the devil and made some type of highly unfair lucrative deal to get their software updated everywhere no matter what carrier you need to find out what they did because hey I know a couple of the execs at Google sit on the board of Apple you know who you are I need you to learn what they did and do that better than they did so it's not a deal with the devil it's a deal with the non-devil if that makes sense because you don't want to do a deal with the devil because that's just bad you don't want to do a deal with the devil so as a wrap up what phone is best for you and going into the store and trying to figure out what phone is best for you should only be decided by you do not let a salesperson dictate what phone you walk out the store with if you want a phone and you had your heart set on a phone before you walk in the store do not let them have the have you deviate from your idea or your passion if you want to get the note 3 don't have them talk you down to the galaxy s4 the moto x or anything like that if you want to get the moto x don't have them talking to the note 3 if you want the the HTC one, they'll have them talking to another one. Get what you want. If you have done the research, people, get with you. Get what you want. Do not go. Is it? It has gotten as bad as going to a car lot. Don't go to a car lot not knowing what you want because you will always leave with something that you didn't want. Just want to put that out there. And I've seen it happen to a lot of people. I go into the store be like I need a phone I got this much money um, I want to do this with my plan 
they didn't do the research on it they don't know what they want their phone broke for whatever reason and they need a new phone and it's time they have an upgrade and they go in the store like give me a phone and they get influenced to buying whatever phone that the salesperson they love or whatnot and a, a couple of days later and it might not be until after their 15 day return policy time has elapsed they might say I hate this freaking phone I hate it and I want to give you an example of one of those phones that might happen that might that might happen to and it, and it kind of made an honorable mention but it's not on the list because I, I personally can't endorse it the LG G2 the best thing about this phone is the camera and I told you guys don't buy a phone just because of the camera let's just say LG software on this phone makes it not so good so if you have to get a phone and replace the launcher on it to make it work how you wanted it to work you shouldn't have bought the device in the first place I have made this mistake with HTC devices and Samsung devices that's why I don't I don't buy phones anymore. I'm I'm trying to make this pact that I'm not going to buy phones anymore that have that come out of the box with stuff that I'm not going to use, and I have to do so many customizations to it. I'm going to do customizations anyway, but I don't want to be forced into it. Like I don't want to walk out the store and, and be like, and have it in my in my head when I get home. How am I going to change this so I can use it? You have to. I mean, and 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 that is what the LG G2 to me is. You got the power button on the back. I don't know how you get used to that. I I really don't. Like a tall phone, like um, the HTC One. I never really got used to the power button at the top on the left hand side that was that was something that I had to get used to I mean the iPhone is fine because it's on the right hand side and it's not a tall phone it's, you just, you just hit it but oddly placed power buttons and, and stuff like that I'm just saying that alone even though they try to be different that alone doesn't work for the masses if you have to try to get used to it, it's, it's, you shouldn't have to try to get used to anything. The phone for you should be for you before you walk out the store. I just need to reemphasize that. The phone for you should be for you before you walk out the store. You should not have to be forced to break the phone in and make it and make it work for you. You shouldn't have to force the phone to fit into your life. The best phone for you is the phone that you pick up and you're like, man, I like this. If the salesperson has to coerce you to getting this phone and they have to give you the pros, they, if they have to act like a used car salesman, walk away from that phone. Walk away from that store. Go to another one. Do your research. Get the phone that you want. Do not let them influence you into getting something that is going to cause you agony later. So always got to say that. Always got to say that. So I want to thank you for listening to the Mavcast today. 
there'll be more episodes like this later and leave your comments on the show notes the blog visit the blog please please visit the blog it is www.themavcast.blogspot.com you can find me on twitter at charlie maverick you can find me on instagram charlie maverick you can find me on google plus at charlie smith you can find me on facebook at facebook.com backslash the mavcast thank you for listening to the show and i do do appreciate you listening and that's a wrap that's a wrap people good good show good show good show hope you all have a good week this has been the mavcast holla